Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. The WSB 24 hour breaking news center is on alert. With immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, traffic red alerts from Cobb to Cherokee, Carroll to Gwinnett, Fulton to Forsyth, and all the rest. All the rest. WSB. WSB. Depend on it. Hi, this is Kevin Neal, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. And let me tell you something. It, unless you're in Temple, it does not get any more Jewish than this. No, I'll run this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Back to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 11.077 after 11. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight at News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. The gang's all here. Low T. Chuck's greeting the calls. Longoria and the stoic Mexican work ethic, although he's sleepy today for some reason, probably child-related issues. (laughs) Is that it? Yes. Yeah, we stayed up with the baby last night because she was coughing all night. So, isn't that why your mother-in-law is living with you to stay up? With <laughs> that the is baby? not why my mother. Why is she living, living rent-free then? What does uh, she bring to the table? She's living rent-free because she had to short sell her house in Texas, so uh, she needed a place to live. He's a good guy. So he is we invited guy. her to. She's living rent-free, and Longoria got cable just because of her. <laughs> yes, yes. She's a drain on your finances. She's, she cooks dinner for us. So well, that's there you the go. Plus. That's something. All right. So she earns. Yeah, free childcare. Yeah, you yeah. won't stay up late with the kids. Right, right. But she'll take care of him. The other day, I went to the doctor, and she took care of him for me. So right. she's good. Uh, speaking of sickness, Jamie Dupree, a little under the weather, so we're going to have him on for just a couple of minutes here. Uh, if you're just joining us, Wisconsin primaries results in we have declared victors: Senator Ted Cruz, Senator Bernie Sanders. The headline tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News uh, will be what, Jamie Dupree? A uh, big win for Cruz and uh, an important win for Bernie as well. I mean, look, he's got six in a row now. He's got all that money. He is not going away, and Hillary Clinton is not going to get rid of him in a few weeks. And so, uh, I, I mean, uh, let's be honest, Mark. I don't think that any of us would have predicted that at this point in time in this race. Uh, the only reason I even knew Bernie Sanders existed before this uh, campaign was he used to be one of those oddball guests on Bill Maher's show on HBO and he'd bring him on once in a while, you know, the socialist independent senator from Vermont. Talk about Burlington politics. Yeah, it was, and like that's how I first even knew that uh, this man existed. And now he is uh, giving Hillary Clinton a run for her money. Yes, a big run. And let me tell you, if he were to win in two weeks in New York, then I think uh, we're really entering a much different phase of that election. Well, as, as someone with, with no dog in any fight on either side... I would love to see two contested conventions at once. <laughs> to me, 
that would be phenomenal. So we had Justin Farmer in News. on uh, from Channel Two earlier in the uh, in the program, Jamie. And he is going to Cleveland for the convention. Will you be there as well? Oh yeah, I'll be there. In fact, I'm beginning to wonder whether I need to get there about a week early to be there for all the pregame stuff as well. Yes, I, because of my uh, you know tiny age, uh, barely in my uh, baby forties, as I like to say, I have never witnessed a contested convention. But I saw a documentary on James Garfield the other day. And interesting story about him. Um, he he got the nomination for the president. It didn't even want it. Didn't expect it. It just happened. He was giving us then got assassinated. Yeah, then got assassinated. True, but giving uh, us Teddy Roosevelt. It was amazing to know that you know after a couple of ballots, they couldn't come up with a candidate. They said, "All right, let's do Garfield." He gave a great speech, and that's well, when if you have an open situation, it can be anybody. It could be you. It could be Bill. It could be me. It could be anybody. Uh, all the stories of, uh, except you got to remember, the delegates who will make the choice for the Republicans are the same ones. And when, whenever I hear people on the radio talk about that there's this big uh, cabal from the GOP establishment who are going to bring in, uh, you know, whether it's uh, Ryan or anybody else, I, I just don't see that occurring because the same delegates who are being picked now are going to be the ones who make that choice. Yeah, if that cabal had all the power, we wouldn't be seeing no, we what, what be has been played yeah. out for the last right eight now. months. And, there, and there's not, just to be fair, there is not a superstar on the sidelines right now, no. with apologies to Paul Ryan. There's no obvious choice like, wow, that guy or girl would be amazing. Now, the, the statement tonight, did you guys see the Trump statement? I was about to read it, but if you would like to read go, it, go ahead. Um, I just, uh, Ted Cruz is worse than a puppet. He is a Trojan horse being used by the party bosses attempting to steal the nomination from Mr. Trump. So, uh, such grace. Yeah, exactly. There's, uh, it's uh, it's not like hey, my opponent ran a good race or anything like that. Trump is uh, obviously not in a good mood. I can only wait to see Twitter in the morning. Right now, he is down by eighteen percent. Eighteen percent, and uh, last I saw, Bernie Sanders is up by eleven percent um, against uh, Hillary Clinton. So yeah, a double-digit I mean, victory there. Very strong there. win for Bernie, but again, it does not really dent her overall lead. But six in a row, you cannot ignore that. And again, New York, I think, makes New York in two weeks a pivotal uh, election in this race. All right, Jamie Dupree, thanks for staying up late. We'll catch you tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. I'll see you later, buddy. And, and feel free to jump in during triple team traffic, by the way. <laughs> I will be happy to. We'll, we'll squeeze Red it Red alert. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, he's got the terminology down. Uh, on Twitter, at Jamie Dupree. Real quick, before we get to Sam in Cleveland, uh, here's the statement from uh, the Trump camp today um after the uh, after the results were in this is the official campaign statement donald this quote donald j trump withstood the onslaught of the establishment yet again lion no g with the n and apostrophe lion at ted cruz at the governor of wisconsin many conservative talk radio show hosts and the entire party apparatus behind him not only was he propelled by the anti-Trump super PAC spending countless millions of dollars on false advertising against Mr. Trump, but he was coordinating with his own super PACs, parentheses, which is illegal, who totally control him. Ted Cruz is worse than a puppet. He is a Trojan horse used by the party bosses attempting to steal nomination for Mr. Trump. We have total confidence that Mr. Trump will go on to win New York, where he holds a substantial lead in all the polls and beyond. Mr. Trump is the only candidate who can secure the delegates needed to win the Republican nomination and ultimately defeat Hillary Clinton or whomever is the Democratic nominee in order to, in quotes, make America great again. Keep it classy. Yes, that is uh, the Trump statement, the campaign statement from Donald Trump. Sam joins us in Cleveland. Sam, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, yeah, three quick points, and I'll hang up and let you go. All right, brother. We, we love you. Keep going. 
We, we need more of you. Second, I wish Mr. Erickson was on because I only agree with him as a young conservative on three points. Number one, anyone with Trump. Number two, gun control. Number three, don't get shot. Okay. And my last question is, <laughs> how do we help people who are uninformed voters and don't know what the H-E double hockey sticks is going on in this world? And I'm going to hang up and drop the mic. Thanks, guys. All right. Appreciate the call, Sam. Uh, to me, the, uh, the uninformed da- uh, voter is less dangerous than the misinformed voter. That's my opinion. I, I think the uninformed voter is less dangerous than the misinformed voter. I say YouTube clips of 60 seconds or less. Send them links. Show them, <laughs> particularly where you're talking about Mr. Trump, show them his own words from his own mouth yeah. over the course of this campaign and previously if you're trying to educate people. It's, uh, I, I just send the John Oliver. It's 22 minutes. But yeah, but that's 22 minutes is too long for most millennials. But that's, it's, it's the, uh, it's the, the, I'm with you. It's great. It's the Mozart of, uh, political, um, talk shows. It was, it was phenomenal. Maybe, uh, oh, maybe they'll play it on the, uh, Von Hessler doctrine. I was just alerted this to the scheduling note. Uh, Eric Von Hessler and the Van Hessler Doctrine will take over midnight to 2 a.m. after this show, taking your calls with live continuing coverage of Wisconsin's primary results. So uh, we will not have Kilmeade and Friends after the Mark Aram Show. We'll have the Von Hessler Doctrine. So live here coverage continues on WSB. And, of course, all the coverage tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slate. 404-872-0750. Outside of Atlanta, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Still want your thoughts on the uh, victories tonight by Senators Ted Cruz and Bernie Sanders. Uh, we heard from Jamie Dupree there. The headline tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News, uh, a very important win for Ted Cruz. Uh, I think, what did I say the delegate count was? 34 to 6 is what Jamie tweeted 36 out. 36 to 6. 36 to 6. So a net gain of 30 delegates if the numbers hold up right now for Ted Cruz tomorrow, which isn't going to get him to the, the uh, 1237 number or whatever, um, but it prevents Donald Trump. It's That's 30 delegates less. It, it makes it harder, the math for Trump, and makes it raises the question with two weeks of blank air in between, was this a tipping point for gotcha. the Trump campaign? And, and speaking of the two weeks of blank air, where do we head next on the primary schedule, Bill? New York State for the uh, on the Republican side and Wyoming for the Democrats. All right, which is why Bernie was giving his in Wyoming. victory yeah, speech. Yeah, he wasn't just doing W, w State night. So he knew he, knew he had Wisconsin and, and figured, let me go to Wyoming? or Because it's Saturday. Wyoming is Saturday, so he was already basically. Oh, I got you. I got you. Um, what do the national polls say? Because um, this is something we haven't had to broach in the months we've been doing this. Um, Hillary or Bernie in a general against the Republican uh, possible nominees. What? There haven't been that many national polls that match up Bernie Sanders yeah. because there's all this presumption on the Democratic sure. side that it's Hillary. Um, as he said in his victory remarks, in those states where they've done state matchups, Bernie Sanders actually best Donald Trump, but there haven't been a lot of national polls by the larger credible organizations doing those matchups yet. Yeah, we haven't seen a Bernie, a lot of Bernie Cruz Hillary polls. wins or has beaten yeah. virtually every Republican candidate except for John Kasich in two instances and Marco Rubio. Does that not matter anymore? I remember, you know, four years ago, the uh, the big rallying cry uh, against Mitt Romney or for Mitt Romney was. He's the only one that can beat Barack Obama. He is the most electable candidate we have on the Republican side right now, and that didn't turn out to be true. I mean, that was the the um, that was the line that was being read. Uh, Mitt Romney's the only one that can beat Barack Obama. We need to nominate. And the high point of his campaign was that first debate. Yes, 
Um, are we seeing uh, that now? Because, I mean, Kasich is the only one that's beating Hillary Clinton consistently in the polls. Are people just uh, raw from, from Mitt Romney? And- there, there's a big difference, in it, and I know this is minutia that a lot of listeners don't care about, between primaries and caucuses and the general election and the dynamics between the two. The general election, you're basically playing for 15 to 20 percent who haven't made their minds up yet. The independents. The swing voter. Yes. And, and 70 to 80 percent, sometimes 85 percent, come in already having made their minds up before the conventions, before the parties have even selected their nominee. Mm-hmm. That will not be the case with this election. Because of the nominees being sort of still up in the air, maybe as late as June, mm-hmm. there may be a lot larger pool of undecided voters in the fall. Is is there still money to be had for that? I mean, obviously, Bernie Sanders um, raised a, a lot of money in this last month coming off uh, his impressive run of victories. Is there still big money sitting on the sidelines here? Oh, yeah. There are super PAC folks like Sheldon Adelson, who hadn't come off, who was a major financier of House Speaker Newt Gingrich the last time. Mm-hmm. Um, the Koch brothers hadn't really selected a horse to ride. There's lots of super PAC money. And then there's individual donors who haven't maxed out yet. So, yeah, there's plenty of money to be spent. And This a, will be the most expensive presidential election in history. And it's not just because it's the most recent one. Understood. It, it, are they just sitting waiting for the general uh, with this money? Or are they just... Some of the major super PAC donors are saying they were going to wait for the parties to decide the nominees. Both parties thought this would be over around March. Mm-hmm. It's not. No. So that's making people sit there longer. Uh, I do think on the Republican side, you're going to see consolidation. You may see more speculation about Cruz Kasich, um, and that may cause some of that late money to come in. Donald Trump talks about self-financing, but he really is not. And he has acknowledged that if he's the nominee, he will accept FEC Federal Election Commission dollars from taxpayers, and he'll be the beneficiary of super PAC money. Interesting. Bill Crane in studio. Uh, still to come on the program, Eric Erickson will join us again. We will have a fast food review with the Johnny Kobase. I know Bill's looking forward to that. You've never seen it uh, in studio live, have you? I have not. All right, so that'll be breaking news here. Uh, again, if you're just joining us, Ted Cruz, double-digit win in Wisconsin. Bernie Sanders, a double-digit win in Wisconsin. Those are the headlines tonight, campaign 2016, the Wisconsin primaries. Coming back with more of your calls, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, or you can tweet at me, at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. If you want me, you can find me in the Mark Arum on 95.5 and AM 750, WSB. Back to the phones we go, 404-872-0750. Steve's in Alabama. Steve, you're on the Mark Arum Show. Hey, Mark. Great show, man. Thank you, Steve. Um, I want to make this quick. I want to give you a scenario. Uh, I don't understand the whole superdelegate thing, but let's say Sanders keeps his momentum and finishes strong and uh, but gets like feels like he gets screwed, possibly like what's going to happen on the Republican side. He decides to run third party. And at the same time, Trump and our Cruz get screwed over at the, you know, the Cleveland mm-hmm. Convention. And one, if not both, of those guys decide to go third party. We could have four guys, four people, I guess, on the ticket. I mean, I know it's difficult to get on fifty ballots in fifty states, but all of them would have the money and the support to do it. Has there any been any talk of Bernie going independent, Bill? No, but I will point out, even with the Libertarian Party, which has been around as a as a consistent third party in the United States since the 1980s, they're only on the ballot in 38 states at this point. Oh, yeah. uh, the Green Party, which Ralph Nader was the nominee for when he caused the number of votes he got in, in Florida, caused the election to basically go in George Bush's favor back in 2000. 
third-party candidacies tend to matter at the fringe and in close elections, but it's a very arduous process, both in terms of the the petitions, Georgia's just got easier via court ruling, and the cost. But many of the states have petition thresholds that start kicking in as early as April sure. for the November general election. So it's getting very difficult from this point forward for anybody to form a third-party candidacy, do the ballot and petition exercise, and get on the ballots for the fall. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but Bernie Sanders is an independent from Vermont. Correct. Yeah, so uh, he knows about running a third party. Right, he has run as an independent and gotten elected as an independent and then caucused as a Democrat, but he would have to do that in all 50 states. Gotcha. We're going to come back. Eric Erickson will join us and your calls. 404-872-0750 1-800-WSB-TALK This is The Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Clark Howard. From Cobb to Cherokee. Carroll to Gwinnett. Fulton to Forsyth. And all the Metro 11. You'll get severe weather. A traffic red alert. Or breaking news. Breaking news immediately. Accurate. From the WSB 24-hour breaking news center. WSB. Depend on it. Jamie Foxx here. You there? You listening to the Mark Aram Show? You better. He packed in the animals two by two. Ox, camel, and a... Kangaroo packed him in that ox so tight. I couldn't get no sleep that night. Roll the sun, Jeff and him. Tell me about the master play. Oh, my Lord. Welcome back to the show, 11-36-24 in front of midnight. Mark Aram with you till 12, Monday through Friday on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Stick around after the show tonight. Eric Von Hessler and the Von Hessler Doctrine will take over from midnight to 2 a.m., taking your calls with live continuing coverage of Wisconsin's primary results. The results are this. Ted Cruz with a big double-digit win over uh, Donald Trump in Wisconsin, 36-6, to the delegate count there. And Bernie Sanders keep riding that wave six in a row. He defeats Hillary Clinton today in Wisconsin. He has won seven of the last eight of the Democratic primaries and caucuses. Your thoughts, 404-872-0751-800, WSB-TALK. Joining us live from the uh, palatial Erickson Estates, it's Eric Erickson, host of Atlanta's Evening News on WSB. How are you, E-Dog? I'm fine. I, I decided to move the microphone into the wrapping paper room here at the estate just because. <laughs> I've got so many rooms I've never been in. Well, it's it's a, it's monstrous. It, you no longer have to uh, put low-T Chuck up, though. He is uh, buying a house with Hot Neighbor. I know, and that cardboard box we've had him in in the backyard <laughs> has just been falling apart. Well, all the, you know, the, all the rain we've been having, it's been tough for him. To uh, keep his testosterone medicine dry, yes. But uh, but <laughs> but to more serious uh, topics, thirty-six to six, the delegate count, Eric. Uh, that's a, a net thirty for Ted Cruz, which uh, brings him a little closer to the nomination, but more importantly, keeps those thirty delegates out of Donald Trump's camp. Yeah, it's interesting. Some of the media analyses tonight are looking at the way the map is shaping up moving forward. Assuming everything is static after this, uh, it's virtually now impossible for Trump to get to uh, 1237 based on polling. In fact, Fox News is projecting he'll fall about 70 to 100 votes short, uh, or 100 delegates short, but keep in mind that things aren't static. I mean, we've got we've had two, uh, two weeks of bad news for Trump headed into Wisconsin that put a four-point race for Cruz into a uh, almost a 20-point race, and now we've got two more weeks of Donald Trump stewing in this. Let me give you this data point. I, I mentioned it briefly, but I did go back and look. Uh, so Cruz is doing better in Wisconsin against Trump than Romney did in 2012 against Santorum and Ron Paul. Cruz
Cruz has gotten more votes with a wider margin, will pick up more delegates in Wisconsin. And Romney was much more the establishment guy than Cruz ever will be. What are we looking at in New York as far as the polls right now? The polls right now have Donald Trump at or above 50%. Um, there haven't been a lot of recent polls out of New York, though, so that may shape up. I mean, when you see the Reuters-Ipsos tracking poll that the Trump campaign hangs its hat on, just now in the last two to three days shifting into Ted Cruz's favor, that will trickle down eventually into state polling. But New York is Donald Trump's home state. And, and that amazes me. He's polling so high from uh, growing up in the tri-state area. Um, I, you know, I, I knew Donald Trump. I knew of Donald Trump at a very early age. He was very visible in that tri-state area. And I never thought that he would have uh, a favorable, you know, most people up there had a favorable opinion of him. We're not talking about him carrying it in November, though. That's different. Yeah, though. I mean, Hillary, according to all the polls, is 15 points ahead of him. Interesting. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. David's in Buford. David, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. Thanks for your show. My pleasure, um, buddy. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, I'm actually a Kasich guy, and but, you know, I'm I'm, I'm dealing with the possibility or the reality that he's not going to be, you know, a viable nom- nominee. So I'm trying to decide between Cruz and Trump, and I'm like 60-40 Trump, but my mind is still open. And I heard earlier uh, somebody in your show kind of referred to Trump as a, as a narcissist. And so my question is, and it's, it's a genuine question, um, I feel like there's a fine line between a narcissist and somebody who's really confident. And so for you, you know, why would he be a narcissist or, or whoever referred to him as a narcissist? Why would that be the case? Especially because, you know, Trump, you have to admit Trump has been, you know, successful. He's had the results, so he, he has a right to be confident. And then the other thing would be, I think that makes him very different and unique, is he really understands social media. And I think one of the reasons why somebody would be a narcissist, he just doesn't listen to anybody else. But you well, know, let, let me let Bill Crane. Around. Let me get Bill Crane. Get I said it in, on our Sunday show, and I will say it again. I have done work yeah. for the Trump Organization on two separate occasions as a vendor. I have spent time around his company and people who work for him. I've met one of his sons and his daughter on projects, real estate projects, both of which the Trump organization walked away from and they bankrupted, one here, one in Tampa and one in one Atlanta in that area. never got built. Um, right. I think he's most successful at branding, mm-hmm. marketing, and as you mentioned, social media. He has had a right. mixed record in real estate in the majority of the other industries. But I think he's a narcissist when you watch and you listen or read people who work closely with him. He only takes his own counsel. There's a difference between confidence and believing in yourself or self-opinion and never believing anyone else has a good idea. Well, I, I, let me just throw my opinion in here. I, first of all, I think anyone or a majority of people in politics have a little bit of narcissism, much like anyone. Healthy egos, no question. Yeah. It's, hard to not, it's hard to stay in that game without it. And most, most people in radio, I think, will uh, have the same little gene uh, that, that has a little narcissism. With and, he, and in this building, I can only think of one person who might occasionally... Earn that late. Walter Reeves, yeah, he's such a <laughs> that lawn and garden guy. Um, so, but here, here's the way I look at it, and I don't know how familiar you are with the way JFK um, uh, handled his his cabinet and his advisors. Um, definitely a, a narcissistic guy, you know, was from a young age, but he would bring his leaders in um, or his advisors in, and they would tell him the lay of the land, but he wouldn't ask them for their opinion on what to do. He would 
gather the information and make his own opinion, which I think is what Trump is doing, minus the gathering of the information part. I don't think he's calling... He's even said he listens to himself. I mean, Lincoln, also like uh, Kennedy, had a a rivalry amongst his chief advisors, Mm -hmm. and he let them all come in and duke it out in front of him, and then he'd make the decision. That is not what Mr. Trump does. All right. Wisconsin, of course, known for its cheese. You know what else is known for cheese? Fast food. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight we do not want to know, Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular Fast Food Review. Johnny, you got a live audience here. you got Bill Crane, you got Eric Erickson. It's an honor, Johnny. I'm a big fan. <laughs> and all of Atlanta. How are you, Johnny? Johnny not there? All that, and then he's not all, there. All that build up. <laughs> hey, hey, hey Johnny, you there, buddy? Settled. I'm here. I was talking into a muted microphone. Sorry. The honor is mine, gentlemen. It's great to be here. As always, I'm wrapping bacon. I'm here for the taking. No matter who wins Wisconsin, no matter what time of day, no matter what day, always for the Mark Aram show. Appreciate it, buddy. So on this primary Tuesday, what's on the uh, fast food menu tonight, buddy? The angriest of angry people in America and the angriest of angry whoppers at Burger King. They're back at it with sprucing up the whopper and coloring the buns. Now, it's not the Halloween black bun like we had in the fall. Now, the Halloween bun, as we sampled here on the Mark Arab show, we all had it, and it turned my poop green, it turned Chuck's poop green, and it turned Longoria's poop green. I saw somebody eating one of those Angry Birders earlier in the week. I thought it was like eating a heart attack, just looking at them, putting it down. Yeah, so what what color is the bun, and what color is our poop going to be, Johnny? <laughs> it's, uh, it's red. The, the, the bun will be red. Now The bun will be red. All right. Yeah, the bun is red. Now, a lot of colonoscopies in people's if, Yeah, if things are coming out of you red, I'm sure it's not the bun. And I'm not, I, I, coming I'm out of your wherever. Look, yeah, her Megan, eyes or her, her whatever, yes. Yeah, so let's not worry about that. I, I, hopefully the dye, they, is not, they didn't put that much dye in it in the reds from the natural hot sauce that they put in the bun. Now you got some angry onion petals they threw on top of it, some more hot sauce jalapenos, and whatever else you want on a normal Whopper. So it's kind of fun. It's kind of thick. It's kind of fluffy. It's kind of, the, the bun has a hint of hot sauce. It doesn't really blow you away, but you really only get the heat from a big mouthful of jalapenos if you're unlucky enough to get two or jalapenos. three of them. Jalapenos? So, <laughs> listen, Longoria. I'm sorry. I'm jalapenos. Jalapenos. There jalapenos. you go. <laughs> so there's hot sauce in the bun, which makes it red, but the spice is coming from the jalapenos. Yeah, there's a little bit of spice in the bun. There's a hint. You can kind of taste mm-hmm. the hot sauce. It's not like drinking hot sauce like or, or having one of Longoria's omelets in the morning or anything like that. <laughs> so it's, it's your Whopper plus a little spicy bun plus the onion petals that they only bring out on special occasions, which I like, because they don't have those in any onion in any other form like no. that. It's usually onion rings or sautéed onions or raw onions. But now that I think they, you know what I think they do? I think they actually go to Outback Steakhouse and go dumpster diving Take with a little <laughs> onion. Look, looks Blooming like onion. the chicken fries have made a permanent menu edition. <laughs> yeah. Yes. After a lengthy letter writing campaign, it paid off. All right. So, Johnny, you know my affinity for the classic Whopper. I'm a fan of that. You know my stomach also that I can't handle the spice. I'm assuming I should pass on the angry Whopper. I'll tell you what you do. Go no jalapenos and just 
eat one of the buns because there's not that much. Just okay. so you can taste it. Okay. You guys, you guys down for that tomorrow? Do you want Angry Whoppers in, sure. in studio? Yeah, I'm. I am just curious to see what color our poop turns. Oh yeah, me too. Uh, that's the that's the hidden gem of the Burger King menu. Is there that, is no freaking way I'm having one. Of those. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't even have a gallbladder anymore, and it would come back from the dead to kill me. Now, Eric, I know you're a foodie, but you you go to fine restaurants and you do a lot of cooking on your own. Do you ever venture into fast food? Them? Oh dear God, every day, yes. Chick fil A. Uh, I am a I'm a fast food fiend. Uh, Chick fil A. I got a McDonald's. McDonald's and a Zaxby's down the street. Yes. Do you have a Chick-fil-A black card, Eric? I do not have a Chick-fil-A black card. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I guess only the big movers and shakers oh, uh, in Atlanta have the Chick-fil-A black card. I guess so. You're welcome, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for pulling strings for that, Johnny. All right, so uh, low tea in Longoria, I might have a bite. Um, but I, my stomach, I just want to see what color they're they're. My stomach is. is churning just thinking about this thing. <laughs> I mean, you and I share a, a, a common trait, and that is our stomach. Exactly, which is why in the uh, new uh, Erickson Aram Studios, we're going to have a private facility here. So <laughs> With its <laughs> own right air in intake. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, Johnny, we appreciate you as always. And if the cholesterol is high, conservative Atlanta. Suma! <laughs> At Johnny Kilbasa. Appreciate you, bruh. Anytime, bro. Thanks, guys. All right. See you. There's Johnny Kilbasa, the angry whopper. Chuck, you're shaking your head. You you not want to sample this thing? No, I definitely do. I'm just I'm worried about the the the, the back end repercussions. Yeah, I'm, our poop was legitimately green last time we had the uh, Halloween whopper. That was a freaky. Better side than effect. keeping it in you. Yeah, that's true. Uh, everything was flowing, but uh, just... I mean, the Burger King's revenge may be worse than Montezuma's. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> now, I realize McDonald's has Grimace as its mascot, yes. but I'm just thinking. <laughs> we'll find out tomorrow on the show. Uh, Lucky Al's in Duluth. Lucky Al, you're on the Mark Aram Show. How are you, sir? How are you, sir? Excellent. What's going on? Oh, I've got some in- inside baseball questions for you. Okay. I'm a total WSB fanboy. And you guys have two hosts that are never Trumpists and one that is fully in the tank. And I want to know, are you guys still going to be friends after this is all over? Well, I I am in the uh, I'm in the Jamie Dupree side of things where I just stay out of it all told. <laughs> so I'm on the sidelines. Uh, but it's interesting, you know. There are uh, hosts on this station that are pro Trump, and there are hosts that are never Trump. Um, has that impacted your relationship at all, Eric? With no, with, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, listen, it's 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 all what everybody happens. has their big boy pants on here. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, there are day-to-day little points of inflection where people get upset with each other just like they do on Facebook and in the real world and your marriage. But everybody here understands we're, we're here to provide commentary, color, insight to the listeners, and, and we're going to have points of view that are not going to be the same. And at the end of the day, we all settle down to a glass of fine scotch together and enjoy the monster ratings. Eric Erickson. <laughs> As always, appreciate it, but thanks for being uh, back uh, from vacation. Glad to be here. It was uh, it was an interesting time filling in for you. Uh, <laughs> thanks for doing it. No problem, buddy. Anytime. Death on, threats were no, no extra charge. <laughs> on Twitter, <laughs> at E.W. Erickson. You can catch him tomorrow uh, on Atlanta's Evening News from 5 to 7. We have one segment to go. Uh, we'll come back, take a couple more calls. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Well, this was fun. A little Tuesday primary action on the Mark Aram Show. We'll be back to the regular shenanigans tomorrow from 10 to midnight. Hey, uh, Loti, what's the restaurant you love with all the crap on the wall? Shenanigans. Shenanigans, yeah. Shenanigans will be on tomorrow. Uh, I interviewed Ron Darling today. 
former Mets pitcher uh, turned broadcaster and author. Um, we'll play that in the Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Um, but, yeah, so we'll wrap it up. Thanks to uh, Jamie Dupree, Eric Erickson, Bill Crane, stalwart in studio, WSB's political analyst on point. Uh, stick around. Eric Von Hessler and the Von Hessler Doctrine will take over from midnight to 2 a.m., taking your calls with live, continuing coverage of Wisconsin's primary results. Spoiler alert, though, Ted Cruz and Bernie Sanders won. We got to do star of the show, Longoria. Turn that, turn that lady off. We got to do star of the show. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Erickson was strong tonight. Jamie Dupree was strong. Johnny Kilbasa brought us the angry whopper, but uh, Bill Crane is tonight's star of the show. Playing hurt, sucking on cough drops. You did a you did a, a fantastic job. Bill. You make it easy. As oh, you're now in the running for the thousand dollar bonus. At the Always end of the year. fun to be here. All right, uh, we'll continue the conversation on Twitter at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram and WSB, Facebook Mark Aram WSB. I will not accept it on my personal page. Sorry, it's just a thing in my contract. And Instagram Mark Aram, the Von Hesslin Doctrine, Von Hesslin, the Von Hessler Doctrine is coming up next. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile.